desert of the real. Take heed that no man deceive you. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson here with you for a little while on this December the 30th, 2021. We're going to look at th- some things real quick today, have a little bit of fun while we're at it. Getting near that end of the year, getting ready for 2022 to kick off and see where it goes. We already know that in the background, the bumbling commander and thief has put forth a bunch of mandates forcing workers across the nation to be inoculated with an experimental gene transfer agent or gene transforming agent. And we don't know where that's going to lead. We don't know the full extent, and we may not know for years. You know, there are people who are making some pretty wild uh, speculations that six months from now, everybody that's vaccinated will be dead. The doctors that I like to listen to who don't go out on limbs that far say, we don't know. I like what that one guy said, and I've, I've quoted him several times. He just said, you know, somebody asked him, well, how many do you think will die from it? He said, oh, everybody, uh, 100% of us do, if the Lord should tarry. But here's the thing. Don't make wild assumptions. Don't make wild speculations because all things are still in the hands of God. We here at Removing Confusion found that that is the best way to counter most of this stuff. You know, I have friends who ask me here and there, well, have you heard a lot about people dying? I'm like, well, people die all the time. I mean, you look at a paper, there's a lot of, there's a lot of young heart attacks, though, 50, 40. Now, I don't know if they've been, hit with a hot shot or not. I know a lot of people that are older that have had it, and they're still kicking. Uh, And I pray that they continue. But, uh, you know, we can't just listen to the uh, media that we like and buy it all. Last little clip in that opening before the guitar solo kicked in was take heed that no man, no man deceive you, including me. I I do my best not to deceive or bring false accusations or bad whatever. You know, if if it becomes uh, something that I bring forward becomes, you know, illegitimate, we'll, we'll address that. And what my friend Steve Mitchell used to call the Department of Corrections. I've just got questions, though. 
as we go forward and forward. And some of these questions I've noticed people are asking out there on social media in one form or another. It's like when one variant of the COVID-19 biological weapon comes out, when another variant comes out, what happens to the others? Now they still, oh, well, this one's got Delta, and that one's got Omicron, and this one's got uh, Beta, and this one's got Gamma, and this one's got Lamba. They don't know because the testing doesn't test for it specific variants you know it's it's ridiculous uh but i I look at it like this way you know from what we know of this omicron that's come out uh if if it is basically the common cold uh, maybe we've come to the end of this whole death cult scare that's going that's going on listen to me i don't want anybody to be afraid we don't do what we do here to f- put fear into people we want you to be informed we want you to have knowledge and then you can go and search out that knowledge and i i wish you would to make sure that i'm not leading you astray if if something we say here on this platform is it, it like i say if it's illegitimate if it's not correct, prove it, we'll talk about it, and then we'll we'll address it as far as clearing up the air and making it right. There's, there's some fun stuff that uh, I've been hearing. No, it's not fun, but funny maybe. Um, most of us don't think about things like this, but um, electromagnetic frequency toxicity. Now, I haven't Googled it enough. I don't Google anything at all anyway, do I? I haven't duck duck goed it enough yet to really dig deep. But the one doctor that I like to listen to a lot is Dr. Lee Merritt. She was on with Alex Jones a while back here, a couple of weeks ago, and she, she mentioned that electromagnetic frequency toxicity. And, you know, I saw another article that mentioned electromagnetic pollution. You know, it's like when you go out at night in the city and you look up to see the stars and you can't really see them. Or maybe you can pick out a half a dozen or it's really muddied. The sky seems muddied. We call that light pollution. Now, out where I'm at, it's dark. I mean, it can be sometimes very dark. But even so, the houses around you that might have their front porch lights on or maybe they have a security lamp, it muddies things a little bit. When it's when you get out west in the in the in the uh Montana, Colorado, Utah, out where the the wide open ranches are and you get in the middle of all that, it's dark at night and you look up, you see things. You see things that you would never normally be able to see in the sky stars and planets and whatnot you know it it takes you back and you must think you know when you can do that think back a couple hundred years or even a couple thousand when the uh, bible writers looked up and they could see the plethora of stars when god would told abraham you're 
your progeny would be as numerous as the stars above or the sand on the on the seashore and you know we we miss out a lot when we can't see that when you can't see what god has placed in the heavens above your head you miss out a lot now i went through that to to kind of give you a a non-scientific but yet scientific view of what i think this electromagnetic pollution is you know even out in the middle of nowhere when you look around you see uh cell phone towers everywhere there's huge ones even i mean we're talking there's a road over here close to me they call it tower road and i think it called that because there is a huge cell phone structure there you know from where i'm sitting in the uh up here in the uh media uh, platform to my east is a, a cell phone tower or two and to my west there's one so i'm surrounded by them these things do have some kind of an effect on your body they have an effect on the way we think because of the pulsing of those radio waves from tower to tower and we're stuck in the middle of it they're polluting the air that our bodies inhabit. And there's anybody that knows, knows that our bodies are controlled by electromagnetic or electronic or some electric synapses. When I move my fingers, my brain's telling them, move that index finger, move the pinky, and they move. And it's done through nerves and electrical impulses. Now, when you have something on the outside that is pulsing as well around, it can have an effect on you. The bad effects are that maybe it could cause us to have cancer quicker than we normally would, depending on how close we are to the, you know, our proximity to these towers and all the other stuff that goes on. In our homes, many of us have Wi-Fi routers, wireless routers that we unfortunately never turn off all day long all night long and that you know uninterrupted sleep is something that most of us are not really having anymore unless you're taking a bunch of sleeping drugs or aids like melatonin which is not a bad idea melatonin's been proven to have very good effects on our overall health and fighting COVID, believe it or not. Better not say that out loud or you won't be able to get it. But the thing of it is, is, you know, they're they're ramping up and they haven't quite hit it at its peak is this 5G, the fifth generation technology of cell phoneage. Um, but it's pretty much there. Now, there's a lot of talk that when it hits, bing, the, the, the final switch goes, you know, all heck is going to break loose. Um, in the past, you know, we had a thing I think we talked about before. It was called the Havana Syndrome, where certain members of our embassy in, in Havana, Cuba, suffered from, you know, un, un, un ability to sleep, inability to sleep, uh, uh, fluish-type sicknesses, uh, inability to think clearly, all kinds of stuff. And what was happening was it was either the Chinese or the Russians were directing some t- sort of microwave technology beam that they had 
developed, and of course, if they have it, we have it, at our embassy. And this has happened in several places and caused people some serious problems. Now, the the nearer we get to today, from that was you know twenty years ago or whatever, we get to this deal where these things get more targeted and more more funneled towards individuals, perhaps. You know, they they have the technology on these police tanks, some of them, to, uh, you know, say a guy's taking somebody hostage. They can pinpoint him and zap him, and he's going to drop the gun because he's going to be howling in pain. Feels like you're being microwaved from the inside out, what they say. I would tell you, if you want Go and listen to Dr. Lee Merritt when she talked to Alex Jones. Just type that into your search program. Alex Jones with Dr. Lee Merritt, I think it was December 14th that they had their conversation. Very good one, about 45 minutes long. They've come to, through some things uh, talking about how vaccines come about and uh, diseases that they treat these that are treated with the vaccines. One of them was the big one. That, you know, I heard the old timers talk about, and I was polio vaccinated as well. Uh, was you know Salk's polio vaccine and what caused polio to begin with? Now they they say it's a virus, but they came to find out, and and this is one of those things you have to do your study and have to do your looking to find out is it real or not. It was polio caused by heavy metal toxicity, you know, lead, zinc, and iron, or whatever. You know, you can get too much of anything. Lead, you don't really want to get any of. It's not good for you, but uh, unless it's protecting you from radiation. But the, the main thing about it is overloading the human body with heavy metals causes it to have all kinds of problems, all kinds of problems including things that mimic what we call polio. Um, I absolutely do know of one guy for sure, and I'm sure this has happened on more than one occasion, that he was religious about taking a flu shot every year for years. And then just one year he got it, and within a few weeks he lost the ability to walk. He, he was very topply and fallen over they had to send him through all kinds of process to get him back to where he could walk without a, a walker and then to a cane and then actually on his own two feet and i asked him, you're gonna get another shot there bud and he goes, oh no no i'm not and then it reoccurred so i don't i don't you know it's it's one of those things but here's the thing for years, the flu shots have reportedly been full of heavy metals, mercury, zinc, uh, tin, who knows what else. But mercury was one of the ones that stuck in my head, lead, these kind of things that you know inside you those aren't good things to have in a high amount. And it was overdone. Why were they doing that? Were they seeing if they could keep boosting people with these flu shots to the point where you know, they would become wards of the state or possibly dead. See how far it could go. Let's do a let's do a, a blind study on people, you know, that religiously take these uh 
shots because they're afraid of the influenza virus, which has been thrown out there possibly with, with some good study that influenza isn't actually something that we catch one to the next. You know, it's not transmissible from person to person. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you if it is or not, but I know people who you talk about COVID who lived in the same house, breathed the same air, and never got COVID from the other party that was in the house that had it. So, you know, there you are. And it's supposed to be so contagious. If you breathe, oh, you're done. Wear a mask, get a shot, put on a shield, wear two masks. A buddy of mine said he saw somebody the other day in a store with a respirator, you know, like a a gas mask on. So they're really doubling down. Over here in Ohio, the Omicron and other variants, evidently, they say, are overwhelming things in the hospital. I don't believe it. I do know that there's people that go in, they can't find them a bed in the emergency room and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, a lot of that's fueled by fear. Uh, the people who really need treatment that are seriously ill are being shoved off to the side because there's they're just, you know, first come, first serve maybe. It should be a triage situation. But their idea of triage is, are you vaccinated? No. Okay, you sit over there. We'll get to you when we get to you, if we get to you. What they want to do out there in the world now as well is there's a, uh, one of the state houses, and forgive me for not knowing which one, it's probably New York, California, that there is a there is a motion being brought to the floor of the state house to ban the intelligent people, the self-aware Americans, from being able to fl- get on a train, plane, bus, ship, go to a hotel, ride a ski lift, have any kind of outdoor you can't even eat outdoors at an outdoor restaurant. You can't definitely not eat indoors. Uh, any outdoor activity or swimming. <laughs> there's so much There's so much chlorine in swimming pools. I don't think you catch anything if they're done right. Um, riding a ski lift? You're outside for Pete's sake. If you're sick, you're not going to be on a ski lift. Okay? Period. Uh, far as ships go, you can have your ships, you can have your buses, you can have your planes. I love trains, man, but I, I'm not going to do it because of all this stupidity that you have to go through to ride the train or the bus or the plane. It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Think about it. Sit back and think, give it some time. Because you're being shut out of society slowly, but surely shut out of society. I have something that I put together. It's kind of fun. A couple of minutes long. Let's just call it the Fugazi. How concerned should you be about Omicron, which is now the dominant variant in this country and it happened so quickly? What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. The answer is straightforward. 
If you're not fully vaccinated, you have good reason to be concerned. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. You're at a high risk of getting sick. And if you get sick, you're likely to spread it to others, including friends and family. And the unvaccinated have a significantly higher risk of ending up in a hospital. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. <clears throat> or even dying. Almost everyone who has died from COVID-19 in the past many months has been unvaccinated. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. If there's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. COVID, 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 it, it, it begins and ends everything we do. What a maroon. <laughs> what an ignoramus. <laughs> this is the honor system the honor system as to whether somebody has been vaccinated. She blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. This is about science and governance. And science and governance. We have a responsibility to make sure of that the House of the Representatives chamber is not a Petri dish for the, uh, because of the selfishness of some not to be vaccinated. Blinded by science. I know a lot of things as Speaker of the House. No, she doesn't. I know a lot of things. She blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. COVID, 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 it, it, it begins and ends everything we do. Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. Blinded by science. We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. All right. It's all a fugazi. You know what a fugazi is? Well, fugazi. It's a uh, fake. Yeah, fugazi, fugazi. It's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a... F- fairy dust it doesn't exist it's never landed it is no matter it's not on the elemental chart it it is a lie <laughs> i just uh, i heard a, a a buddy a friend uh, out there who said his idea he started calling fauci dr fugazi or fugazi whatever however you want to call it because he's a fake it's a fake and uh to to clarify what if you don't if you didn't pick up on what a fugazi is uh there was a movie years ago put out uh about donnie brasco and there was a fbi agent by the name of joe pistone who uh went undercover into the mafia and outed a bunch of them and uh he <laughs> in that little part there you know they come and they show him a rock on a on a ring and he looks they said it's a fugazi it's a fugazi 
That's why I kept letting that fly back in again. You know, it's a fugazi. Give it to somebody you don't know. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. It's fairy dust. It never lands. It's a, yeah, exactly. I want you to replay in your own mind over the last two years. Right now, we're sitting at one year of vaccinating. We're sitting at two years since this thing has been foisted upon our world called the uh, COVID-19. Now, I've heard doctors say this, so it's not just me saying it. COVID-19 is not a disease. It is a uh, combination of symptoms. Symptoms. I want you to, in your own mind, I saw this. A friend of mine posted it on social media, and he had a picture of a NyQuil bottle, and right below it was a snapshot screenshot from the, the evening news. The NyQuil bottle says that it relieves headache, fever, sore throat, minor aches, sneezing, runny nose, and cough. The Omicron symptoms by the screenshot from the local news, whatever, wherever it were, probably everywhere, was runny nose, headaches, fatigue, sneezing, sore throat, and cough. If you go online, you can look up the symptoms for Omicron, the variant of what they call COVID-19. And you'll find that there's 9 or 10 or 12 or 15. You know, you can have one of those, and they'll, if they swab you, and they, oh, yeah, you got it. Go, you got to go quarantine for, you know, 5, 10, or 14 days, whichever it may be. Because it changes now on how long it'll go before you are not dangerous to the public like you know john dillinger or something so um you know doctors have their place but people have trusted them with their health care and you should be able to your doctor i pray is one of those good guys mine's all right but here's the thing they tell you to get a flu shot. They tell you to get this shot. They tell you to get that shot. They don't treat your illness. They treat the symptoms of your illness. They don't treat the, the person. They treat the illness they, they, or the, or the uh, malady like diabetics. They don't try to get you to stop being one. They actually don't feel that you can once you've gone. Maybe once you've gone so far, it's hard to reverse, but... If you watch your diet, if you don't do these blah, 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 and you know, all the other things, you don't take certain medications like steroids, you can bring your diabetic numbers under control on your own without drugs. It takes a lot of discipline to do so. And it doesn't have to be plant-based and vegan and all these other things. Just stay away from the sugar and things that really spark carbohydrates and sugars. Well, you know, that's just an aside. They, they don't really, they, oh, yeah, they try, oh, you got to watch what you're eating and all this kind of thing, but they really want to give you the metformin or the insulin and, and send you down the road. You know, wait till you croak. From your liver falling out from all the drugs they want to put in you. So they have, you know, 
they, the doctors have their place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against doctors. I don't dislike doctors. I just, some of them I'm sure I wouldn't like if I was around them. But the thing that we have to look at is, do we trust them more than we trust God? Can we turn our hearts back to God and away from medicine? You know, there's natural ways to treat almost everything. Uh, I had a fellow tell me that he knew a guy who cured himself of cancer because he heard that high levels of keratin and vitamin K and vitamin A and all the other things that are in carrots could do the trick. So he started eating carrots. He ate carrots till he turned orange, you know, basically. But he beat the cancer, so there's something to it. There's studies that show high-dose medical-grade vitamin C can beat cancer, but yet it's not used. There's very good studies on what beats this junk that we're fighting now, but they'd rather give you the gene transfer or transform agent and not the other things and you know let's roll right into that but on doctors if you can find a private practice you might be in a good good way but i'm gonna tell you right now there's very few of them they've been gobbled up by the hospitals and most doctors will even tell you that if they want to be truthful the hospital conglomerates have eaten them up and they are controlled by the government which has led to, in my in my estimation, it's led to a breakdown of public trust of medicine. I've this this last year and a half, two years, has really brought me around where I don't trust the government. I never did, and I don't trust the the medical community, the deep state medical community, all that kind of thing, because it has just ruined everything for those of us who are awake. Those of us who are responsible for our own actions and for our own good. So the public trust is waning in in the, in the uh, COVID realm for sure. I already said it's not a disease. COVID is not a disease. Now, what you get out of it, the the uh, battery or conglomeration of symptoms. Yeah, you got you you got something. But what caused that? you know, is yet to be determined. So we're, as humans, and I'm talking about not just Americans here, we, we, most of my listeners are Americans, but those of you that are in Germany, Italy, and Australia, uh, I've seen some even as far away as Japan. God bless you. Thank you for listening. I'm still working on the ones on Mercury and Pluto, but uh, <laughs> my, my, my little deal I use here gives me a breakdown of where people are and you know how many percentage and all that kind of thing. So it's good to see that around the world we're having uh, some kind of an impact, even if it's small. You know, We aren't Alex Jones, we aren't Hagman, we aren't any of the other big names out there, but we are still, we're going to expound truth, and that's, that's the whole idea behind what we do. We're in a real new territory as humans. I'm telling you right now, we do not, we, we can't trust flip-flopping Dr. Fugazi, or as they know him, Fauci. We don't trust, the, you know, we, we do have to get proactive in our own physical health, period. 
I'm going to tell you something. Here's a, here's something. That's this was in several different periodicals, Newsweek for one. In Chicago, they seized a shipment or a box or whatever of ivermectin. Seized it. That means you're not getting it if you ordered it. It's not going to make it there if you sent it. There are some very good reports that say ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are being stopped at the border. Now, it's funny that life-saving medicines can't get across the border. That we have the ability, through customs and border enforcement, they are the ones who kind of are in there, the United States postal system have the ability to do these things through their postal inspectors, but yet the border, our southern border at least, is just flooded with people from other nations that just walk right across, swim across, run across, hide across. You know, there's no way that the overwhelmed border, if there's anybody that's overwhelmed, it's a border patrol. They do the job that nobody else can do, but yet they can't do it all because, good Lord, it's there's, you know, it's a wide open thousands of mile border that you can't control at all. Now you can slow it down if you have a fence or a border wall, which we were working on pretty well, but now it's sitting there rusting. The governor of Texas decided he's not going to let it all rust. He's putting up a border wall on his ground, which is known as Tejas. Good idea. If the federal government won't do it, you do it. The rest of the border states should do the same, except most of them are probably run by some idiot Democrat who doesn't want his state to be free and safe from drug dealers and human traffickers. You know, speaking of human traffickers, you see that uh, yesterday was that Jezane Gillane, whatever her name is, Maxwell, it was uh, Jeffy Epstein's girlfriend, Girl Friday, whatever, found guilty on five out of six. She's looking at up to 35, 45 years in the, in the federal pen. She won't get that long. I had one person that said to me on the, on the uh, social media that, oh, Tom, you know better. <laughs> she's she's going to hang herself or something like that. And I was like, I don't think they're going to go down that route again. She may have a Judge Scalia-type heart attack. It was just too much for her, and her heart exploded. Or they'll give her the, the they'll give her the good shot of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Either way, she's on her way out. They don't want her talking. There's too many skeletons buried in that closet. You know, say there's the human traffickers are still pulling things across the border left and right selling their young wares to uh, scumbags on this side that will, you know, it just makes you sick when you think about that whole thing. Young girls, young boys, both, being utilized in the fashion that they do. They're, people are not made for that. People are not created by God to be utilized in these horrible fashions by these Satanist devil worshipers. I am not afraid to call Satan out when Satan is there. 
I don't care what they like. You know, pounds and pounds of deadly drugs that flow across. You know, uh, what is that stuff? Um, blew right out of my mind. It's the the thing they add to heroin all the time. It'll come to me tonight when I'm sleeping. Fentanyl, sorry. <laughs> Drew a senior blank. Uh, fentanyl, just tr- troves of it. And, you know, they're, they're, they, they say that a grain of that stuff, if it gets on you, you can OD on it. I've had heard people say, you know, that we're caught buying uh, heroin. Well, it wasn't heroin that they caught me with. It was just fentanyl. I'm like, just fentanyl? You know, the stuff that kills you. You thought it was a great idea to buy that? Oh, yeah, because, you know, you get really high. And you, if you OD, man, it's like the trip of a lifetime. It may be the last trip of your lifetime. But, you know, when you get into that that uh, underbelly, and I'm not making fun or, or putting down folks that are addicted to drugs, but, it, you know, they, they tend to look at life a whole lot different than you and I do, those of us that don't do those things. You know, over the years, they've proven that there are drugs that, that could have used to treat pain that wouldn't have been an opioid-based drug. And it wouldn't have been addictive. But they use the addictive drugs like fentanyl and uh, oxycotton, oxycodone, hydrocodone, which are all like Percocet, Vicodin, and on. They use those instead of the stuff that would not get you addicted if used long-term or even short-term. Some people, they get a, they get a kidney stone and they get a, a fistful of uh, oxycotton or whatever it is, you know, high, uh, usually it's Percocets. And by the time they go through that two-week regimen, you know, of having the stone removed or having to go through the, <laughs> the, the process of it moving on itself until, you know, afterwards couple weeks of taking percocets they're they're addicted i gotta tell you i've I've been down that road and several surgeries and a couple of deep doses of the old you know kidney stones and and i i can't see me getting addicted to that stuff because i hated it makes your mind feel like mush the fda speaking of that United States Postal System thing. The FDA has warned the United States Postal Service to hold packages of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Don't let it in. You know, the proof is undeniable here, folks, that the medicines will slow the Biden, you know, they slow down or stop this biological weapon in its place. Just boop. Or at least they keep you from dying or getting seriously ill. But they also slow people from taking the Biden death shot, death and raising the death toll. More people have died from COVID since Biden took over than since while Trump was in office. I do not worship at the feet of Donald Trump 
let me tell you right now, right now I'm not too happy with some of the things he said. I think I've played clips of him already. He's getting booed at some of his rallies for going on about his wonderful warp speed BS shots that he came up with. So I don't dig politicians much, as you may have figured out. Worship at the feet of Christ. Leave these guys alone. Do your research on everything. There is actually some pretty good documentation in a, in a lawsuit here in the state of Ohio by a guy by the name of Tom Rents who claim that they have whistleblowers that say that there's as high as 40,000 and maybe as high as 400,000 people that are dead from the shots alone. Moderna, Pfizer, J&J. 400,000 possible dead from those shots alone. That's within 48 hours of taking it to maybe six months. Now, of course, they're not doing autopsies to see what's happening to these people. There's only... Uh, Dr. Merritt said that she's only been able to find a half a dozen or a dozen or so, not a large number of the many people who have died from them that have actually had autopsies done to prove that there was something, you know, there's one lady that had a, a heart attack, right? You know, younger lady who had a heart attack. And when they got in there, I think they actually got to her before she passed and they got in there and they got to look, there was no blockage. There was just some abnormalities in the veins and such. So you tell me what's going on, 40-something-year-olds, 15-year-olds having strokes and heart attacks at a rate we've never seen. Now, the way they come up with these numbers is they say that the uh, VAER is reporting the Vaccine Adverse Reactions website or database is not updated as it should be only about one percent actually make it on there because of the difficulty of getting things on there and keeping them on and the fact that most people don't even know it exists in the medical community don't even know it exists so we've got a big issue here as we go forward pray always paul says and uh uh I think it's First Thessalonians. Pray without ceasing. Pray always. Rejoice always. Because I'm telling you right now, as Jesus said, look up, straighten up, because your redemption draweth nigh. I think we are on the very near cusp of something, and that's something I pray is the Lord returning soon. But we will occupy and do the best we can to spread his good news while we are here. I know today was a lot of bad news, a lot of that stuff. But folks, we need to know things so that we can keep a wide open mind. Till next time, Tom Richardson, December the 30th, 2021. Goodbye.